Hello, my jolly rogers. This is your melancholy Merriam-Webster Matthew Sanborn-Smith and his Fugue State Funk and Wagnalls cast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about being king of the hill. If you fly your hill's glittery flag way down low, your admirers may take to calling you Sparklebum. Sparklebum by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Richard was a magical being. He didn't do anything to deserve it. He was just what happened when two magical people had sex, and people were eager to point that out to him all the time. The same people who reminded him that he still lived with his magical parents as a 40-year-old. And yes, he mostly used his magical powers to play video games that hadn't been invented yet and masturbate in a manner not achievable by mere mortals. But it's not that he didn't have any ambition, it's that he didn't have an angle. All his life, Richard's secret dream was to be bigger than Santa Claus. But how in the hell do you beat giving free toys to people every year? Santa was loved by millions, but you didn't really need Santa Claus. It would be a bummer not to get free stuff, but you'd get by without too much trauma. What could Richard do that people really needed? He had no idea, but he swore as soon as he found out it was going to be epic. In the meantime, Dad was on his ass to get a job. Richard decided to help out at his friend's new paleo restaurant, Meet Me in St. Louis, because he'd get to eat there for free. The restaurant's hook was not only that it would be serving a full paleo menu, but it would be prepared authentically in the manner of chefs of the Paleolithic period. This meant the food was cooked over open fires. It also meant no one ever washed their hands. It was during Richard's excruciatingly bad first day at work that he realized what people needed and how he could blow the doors off that Santa jerk sleigh. Richard quit his job, hired some leprechauns and some flying raccoons, and traveled the world delivering fresh undies to people everywhere who had accidentally shit their pants at work or school. After the first visit, he stopped by a pool store and got himself a set of nose plugs. He marketed himself as the jolly old elf called Sparklebum. He not only provided just the right underwear for the person in need, but also a duplicate skirt or pair of pants for particularly heinous situations. Not to mention a stocking full of wet wipes. He wrapped them colorfully and kicked them under the stall doors. He never got any milk or cookies like the competition did, mostly because no one woke up in the morning expecting to need his services. Well, there were a couple of people with stomach bugs that acknowledged the possibility. For some reason Richard tried not to think about, those people would leave Slim Jims and beef jerky for him just outside the bathroom door. At least it was stuff he could eat on his paleo diet. You'd think he would have quit that diet after the initiating incident for this new career path, but on the contrary, he lost seven pounds during that first magical toilet odyssey, and his pants fit great afterwards, and felt even better once he'd washed them. But for all his good works, Sparklebum's fame never even approached Santa's. As much as they needed Richard's services, people were too embarrassed to discuss why they needed him. But Sparklebum got his revenge. He took Santa out to lunch on December 24th at his friend's restaurant. While Santa was wolfing down his second helping of wolf meat cupcakes, Richard was outside cutting the brake lines on the reindeer. Santa was sure to have an accident or two. And despite Mrs. Claus's preventative measures, he'd make sure there wasn't a clean pair of underwear for miles. If this story filled your drawers, you can organize your orifice space as well as those of very close friends at the website of the anus that isn't tight, BewareTheHairyMango.com. No mail today, so stroll randomly through the comments for this post or Michelle Lee mail me and we'll get bitten by the love bug at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com and then land in knots with our brand new true love at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we at SFSignal.com are feeling toadier than thou, the SF and SF Signal stands for Sinful Froggies because for all the sex they've had over the eons, not a one of them was ever married. I admit it 
would be remarkably difficult for only a one of them to be married, but that's their fucking problem. Literally. Why can't they be like all the other animals and build their offspring out of whatever spare parts they have lying around? Yes, sometimes you have to substitute a spatula for a new leg, but that's how evolution works, people. In case you're wondering, I did Google images of frogs getting it on in preparation for this show. How can cold-blooded creatures be so hot? Tweet your two left feet that all the worst dancers would follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity if only I could lead. The mess we've got going on there is a case study in how mosh pits began. BewareTheHairyMango.tumblr.com is the best way to enjoy the mango while at the bank. At least until I start putting money in your account. So get really used to BewareTheHairyMango.tumblr.com. Enjoy mangoes spoken of only in legend, which are said to be buried in the ancient halls of Beware the Elitist Mango. There is only one way in, and that is through the fabled gate of the Get the Mango button on the homepage, which is shrouded in the mists of shroud-like mistiness. For the pittance of $4 a month, you can bathe in the riches of dozens of new-to-you episodes. That's right, I said dozens. And the only curse you incur will be the curse of entertainment and the ones narrated by my foul mouth. This podcast races fitfully toward a new way of being, which it is hoping is still on sale at the local Kmart because it still doesn't understand that Amazon thing everyone talks about on their electronic typewriters. And speaking of that, while it's out, it should pick up some new ribbon and gasoline with so much lead it might as well be throwing bullets in the gas tank, but then when it hits the accelerator and accidentally shoots the car in front of it, it will probably lose its Creative Commons attribution on commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until you can wear short shorts that remind people of Daisy Dukes and not Uncle Jesse Dukes, this will relentlessly strive to stop being Matthew Sanborn Smith and tell you, as the ancient Egyptian trumpeter said to the sax player, we don't have a toot in common. God damn, that was bad. Even for this show. This is what happens when I don't write the last line ahead of time. Good night.